Yo, I was in the shower. Call me back. What's up, everybody? Howdy, howdy. I'm Josh. And I'm Jared. And we are also here with our man, BJ. What's up, Beach? Running the buns and twos. On the Melon Party. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Melon Party. Thanks again for all the support and everything you uh, guys have been doing. This is a lot we of fun. We love it. Yeah. Keep it coming. Uh, you guys liking it? We're completely shocked that you guys like it. So Yeah. Again, it's, send it's us, a lot of fun, man. Send us a bunch of stuff. TheMelonPartyPod at gmail.com. Send Correct. us anything you want to do, you want to chat with us, you got topic ideas, you want to stump me with your clips. Uh, small town stuff. Yeah, we're keeping that theme going. If you guys got information about the small towns, send that in. Funny uh, crazy carry riding his bike up and down your uh, town. Tell us about him. Got a yeah, your t- your like town uh, where a everybody local knows. delicacy or something. Yeah, or any, yeah, anything strange. It could be cool. It could be terrible. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll hear your dark stuff too. You know, like unsolved murders or things like that. We'll listen. We'll listen to you. We're here. We're here to listen to you. Send it in. Yeah, and uh, where's that at again, Jared? Where were this in that? The Melon Party Pod at Gmail Yeah. So yeah. So what we're gonna do here is uh, do kind of like a little bit of an example. We had this sent in by a friend um, of the small town thing, and so um, yeah, we got a small town sent in. We're going to kind of go over it a little bit and uh, kind talk of show about an it. Example. And of, give you some more to- more topics and more information about where where are we at uh, today, BJ. What is it? Uh, Olytic, Indiana. Oh, wow. I know they have like a massive like like youth baseball tournament back there back in the day. Do they? Yeah, I, I know the name. I don't know much about this town, though. Olytic oh. was uh, basically 1896. <coughs> That's early Excuse on. That is by early. Bedford Quarries Company. Yeah, so it's <laughs> over here. It's a quarry town. Yeah, by Bedford. Olytic is actually a type of limestone oh we're losing bj here guys I'm good. Throw- <laughs> He's got the covid it's uh so basically the town was basically created by the limestone company oh it's an old company town then. yep and so and that's where it was um uh olympic is the opposing basketball team during the season opener in the film hoosiers oh, oh how about that okay that's cool that's very neat. Jimmy Chitwood, man. It's a good thing the, the Hickory Huskers got him to come play the ball, man. They could have gone up to Deer Lick or Terhune. Yeah, yeah. It would have been over then. The picket fence wouldn't I have worked. I love Hoosiers. Great Population man. is still only around 1,100. 1,100 oh. people in Ulytic. That's it, man. 1,137 in 2020. That's really, really, that's like really small. Like how that's the acreage or whatever the I town I mean, has. that's not, that's Freetown, man. That's yeah. nothing. But like, is it just wide open country? Eleven hundred. There's a lot of space. Well, there, I mean, it's out it's there like in quarry country, so it's going to be a lot of hills yeah, and trees, <clears throat> and then like those rocky kind of outcroppings because they they mined what. I think I heard from a lytic that they got uh, like uh, I know all the like Bedford limestone was in like all the Washington monuments like the the Lincoln Monument mm-hmm. Memorial the to the Jefferson Memorial the Washington Monument like the the Capitol building all that's like Bedford limestone yeah but I think the lytic had limestone for s- like a big New York building or something like it actually was going to be they wanted to call it limestone Indiana. 
But that, just... was, but that was already taken. <laughs> taken. Okay, um, go figure. Too so late. Dr. R.B. Short. Oh what? My gosh. No. Love the name right there, Dr. <laughs> R.B. Short. Okay. That's one, that's one of them old school names, man. We always talk I about love it. it. Yeah, it's suggested using olytic, and olytic became incorporated on November, November 4th, 1901. The word olytic was used as an adjective for olytic limestone uh, derived from the Greek word oolite, uh, meaning eggs and stone. Mm. So that so basically, uh, probably the most famous, um, many famous uh, buildings are built of olytic limestone. Uh, limestone. Hmm. The, probably the most famous is the Empire State Building. There it Jesus. is. The Empire that's, that's State pretty big. Building. That's, that's a, pretty big. That's a pretty big deal. That's a pretty, pretty famous building. Pretty, and then uh, found immediately north of olytic are some of the largest limestone quarries in the world. World. Okay. Uh, it's in, it's located in southern Indiana. Uh-huh. We're all from southern Indiana. My best friend, AP, is right by there from Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Uh, so bet there's Bedford and then there's Mitchell mm-hmm. all together right there. Yeah, and mm-hmm. so the, they talked about growing up in the limestone um, areas. But yeah, it was uh, it's a very interesting town because you blink and you miss it on 37. I was gonna say there's yeah. 1,100 people. That's nothing, man. That's a stoplight. Maybe still not the name of my favorite town uh, in Indiana. Which is surprised you're there. Surprised yeah. you're gone. Oh, it's a, it's a yeah, mailbox. Maybe that's on the way to Freetown, my old yeah, stomping grounds. I'm a I'm a little knob. privy personally to Gnawbone over love Gnawbone. Gotta <laughs> love Gnawbone. Best flea markets. Yeah, they're starting love to open them back up now. Good. Yeah, my dad uh, actually sets up there. He's going through this thing in his life. He's become uh, very craftsy and he's doing leather leather That's making awesome. and painting my dad's doing the same like thing that. woodworking yeah. man he loves that shit yeah so my so dad's surpri- been setting up at nalbone yeah surprises um is where my family is buried on my dad's side oh they're oh, in the okay. cemetery and the sprays was part of my family sure he had a leather shop that was right next to spray towns right out there too in yep. the same neck of the woods so right next to the to the cemeteries where he had his leather shop okay hmm. how nice. about that sweet that's awesome and Olytic, I know because uh, I remember because my cousin Ben, Ben Beatty, uh, would like when we were in like elementary school or like middle school, he had like a shirt that had like a big Indiana boot on it and it had a star and it was like some big Olytic like youth baseball tournament, like a massive baseball tournament went on there. Okay. But I mean, if it's only 1,100 people, how massive can it be, right? Well, I mean, they probably have a bunch of land and got some pretty nice fields. I tell you what, they probably ain't got the maker of Barbasols from Olytic. They I'll tell don't. You no, they don't. We, Listen, we know. We know who that is. And they ain't got the cougar. Oh, and speaking yeah. of Ben, and uh, shout out Ben, my cousin Ben. Uh, we've uh, had an offer to go remote at the Cougar B and B for a live recording. So uh, how about that? Maybe tune in for future episodes. And uh, the Cougar B and B is in play, everybody. Yeah. So uh, keep that in your uh, in your mind. Yeah. Let us know if you think we should do that or not. <laughs> yeah. What, what I mean, we were thinking. We should. What kind of know. topics would you like to hear coming from the remote at the at the Cougar B and B? Should we keep it all Cougar related? Do the top five Cougar songs? Yeah, the and number maybe, one Cougar movie. <laughs> maybe we can do uh, if we do do that. We should probably do video, right? Uh, yeah, why not? Because if we're going to set it up, we want to be able to advertise the spot mm-hmm. better. Because this is the thing with me. I'm going to tell you this right now. I'll cut some jokes about stuff, and I've, I've, I've been around for 41 years, and this has been a consistent in these 41 years, so I have to start to accept this. I will run my mouth about something a little bit, make some <laughs> jokes, this and that, yes. and then once I go experience it, I'm like, that's actually pretty cool. Yeah. you know. So I do want to go do it because I do want to have more of an understanding because I do still question why. 
two hundred dollars a night. Yeah. So GTF. I want to go find out why, and I'm sure the answer to why is there. And I I would like to go do it. And I think if we do do it, maybe we 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 bring the film crew and we videotape it. And show so it. Who, who's catering this, or uh, which restaurant we we're going to? Oh yeah, we got to do. A, yeah, uh, I believe it's Tasty Freeze. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get some Larisons down there? Yeah. Why we do this? Yeah, right. there we go. Why not? Yeah, like the maybe onion we just, smell. Maybe right. we, we stay Betty's there. Townhouse still there? Yeah. Uh, yes. Can we get some? I, I start breakfast some flapjacks there. and some <laughs> rashers. Lunch Yum. at Larison's. Let's get it. I love it. Yeah, we just do a we'll do a whole video about Seymour and let people. And then see we can tour Tanger Mall at the end. Yeah, where we're just standing in the middle of an empty <laughs> parking lot as a tr- as a as a uh, Walmart bag float like flies across like a tumbleweed across the middle of the parking Tanger. lot. It's just like fuck. R.I.P. Tanger. I, I spent a lot of time there as a kid. Mowed the grass there. Make good. Remember money. how many like stores were there that were like badass when it first opened? I mean, the Reebok outlet they had was the fantastic. Polo store. Polo. I worked the at Reebok. Wallet Works. Wallet Works. J I Crew. There. I worked at J Crew. They had uh, the nice shoe store that was there. Yep. Then they have like a, a, a Mikasa they, Sephora or they something. They had like a Karma or a top, Hot Topic. They had one of those that was like. They had like Jesse a suit there. store. He worked at the J Crew. Jesse J. Crew. Did. It was J Crew. Okay. Yeah. Oh, there was also um, uh, the Gap. Ba- there was the Gap. Gap. Bass, I worked Bass at the Gap. Was there too? Yeah, Bass. Bass. That's right. Bass. That's what I, I was thinking about of. Bass. And uh, Eddie Bauer. Yeah, it was big. Van Houston was there too. Yeah. yeah. It was that Edinburgh like buried it. I mean the the Edinburgh Outlet Mall is if they were smart superior. If they were smart with it, how Polo did it, Polo had the higher end at Edinburgh, and then the the more clearance went down to Seymour for Polo because I right. used to go buy all my Polo clothes there because mm-hmm. it was marked down a little bit more, so they sure. would go through the rotation. Yeah, you get yeah. five ten dollars shirts there. Yeah. sometimes during yeah. certain stuff. seasons. Nice stuff. Yeah, the old Tanger was hot, man. There was some stuff there. I worked at the Gap when it first opened. I was their denim expert. Oh yeah, here guess we go. what? Instead of getting five fifteen an hour, I got five fifty an hour to be a Ooh. denim expert. Guys, listen. Sounds like an expert to me. Listen, I can fold a pair of jeans like you don't even know, bro. <laughs> you, know, you can hire Jared to pack your like your travel bag. <laughs> pack your parachute. I'll pack your- <laughs> I was a I was a sweater roller at a J Crew after I graduated. Sweater, sweater roller. roller. So I had to go. I had to fold all the sweaters, and and uh, that was still you know drinking days. So I, yeah. I once fell asleep on the floor on on a sweater, just like sleeping. Oh like, gosh. but they would give you J Crew bucks. Yeah, oh, there you yeah. go. Yeah. So I was buying stuff. All this clothes broke, so she thought I had money. So <laughs> because I get a shirt for five bucks, it was right. like a hundred fifty dollar tag. So I pull off the clearance, like, hey, I bought you this. Looking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just thought this would look really good I respect on you, baby. the move man that's good that's awesome hey, it worked it and did. it's worked for what what'd you say like 20 25 years? years 25 years but yeah. i can't believe they closed the movie theater in seymour this is bullshit we've had man. two closed now this is this that's the second yeah, yeah. bring back the stardust baby or the third i'm sorry we had that's the drive-in right. the drive-in the stardust jackson jackson park which grew up loving that Love Got, shout out Kristen rose she yeah. was in my class. She let us in for free occasionally. Yeah, Shout out Kristen fun. Rose. Hope you're listening. I saw a couple private uh, viewings there. Late yeah, man. Remember when they fun. showed Home Alone for like a year and a half? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah did we talk about so that many. in episode one? I don't know if we did, but yeah. that's one of the picadillos from our time. We had like our home theater. I watched 1989's Batman. Yeah. With my brother. I think uh, that was Batman. the last showing at Stardust was Batman. I saw 89. the Ninja Turtles there. I saw Hook there. What movie did I watch? I watched The Karate Kid at the Stardust. 
And Stardust was wild because like my the best, like they would just we would just run around like crazy. There's still Tibbs in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. It's really good. It is good. I like going up there. There's one over by Bloomington still too. Uh, a drive-in. There's one yeah, pretty there's, close to Georgetown, Indiana too. Yeah, yeah we went to they one recently. Bring one back and see. It was, it was. It was. I'm telling you, it was awesome. Uh, you forget that like we just had some lawn chairs, brought a cooler, mm-hmm. and I was like, man, this this is this is the movie thing. And then kids were playing around, and their playset because the one we had in Seymour, the playset you could have died on. it was like, danger there Will was, robinson yeah it was it was it was the sharpened metal stakes oh, every place that every place <laughs> in the 80s like you take the swings and oh, start yeah. doing this <laughs> yeah, yeah. And none of them were anchored and then we're yeah. jumping off the park on the gravel yeah, oh, yeah. And then no you, wood chips yeah no low impact surfaces I mean, it was pavement there's no moms yeah. with 42 ounce uh, cups with water in it <laughs> yeah maybe yeah. water no stanley yeah. bottles 42 ounce freaking wine bottles yeah us in the 80s but yeah the drive-through that's a that's a great experience i really I love the drive-through i think those i think that kind of thing will will start to see more and come back they should bring that back for sure but i don't want because the hipsters to take it over because then it'll be weird because then it'll be too expensive yeah. too yeah. i mean because we're right now i think we're going in, in as a society we're going to the fads of like cool experiences again you know so like we've seen it happen in music we've seen vinyl come back we were just talking before yep. we were, cassette tapes are coming back yep. vhs now yeah. for movies, those prices on those have become a collectible. Like, yeah, my VCR set up to my TV right here. Yeah, right. I mean, so right. we see we see this recycle thing, and I I personally don't think that uh, that it. I, I do think that it's a possibility. We could see that with drive-throughs, and I'm all about it. I'm on the train. I'd I love, love to I think see it's a good experience. It. I love drive-ins because I can set up my chair mm-hmm. and I can set there smoke heaters. Mm-hmm. And my wife's Heater. not complaining that I'm not watching a movie yeah. or, or that I'm not paying attention. Right. So I love that. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. And it's just like, it's a little like excursion, you know, and it's just a new change of pace. Yeah. And for like my family, we're big campers. So it's almost like we're going camping. We get right. that. We, we'll take the SUV and we'll, we'll back up, open the top, put some blankets and stuff down, put the seats down. The kids got a little lounge and hangout area there. And my wife and I set up chairs out front with the cooler. And I go grab some food. And I mean, it's. It, it's 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 a fun experience, man. I really enjoy. Yeah. I enjoy that, and I enjoy IMAX. I mean, the stuff. movies are great, man. I mean, I think after COVID, man, they just like it almost it, killed them. Yeah, I think that they were almost gone them. entirely. And I mean, I think everybody's gotten pretty spoiled with the the streaming, yeah, of course. And we're all kind of living in the golden age of television content right now. You know what I mean? There's just there's always something badass to watch and to see. Um, but I think we've all kind of lost sight of, you know, how collectively badass going and seeing an awesome movie is. Well, it's an experience. And I think that's why the actual theaters are starting to die. Right. Yeah. Is because um, that experience has ran ran dry. Right. And and all your all that they've had to do, uh, what what theaters have done, is that they've raised their prices and not changed the experience. And I right. think that's what people are right. getting to where now it's like, um, BJ kind of mentioned the hipster. Yeah, it's a kind of a hipster idea where it's like, yeah, I want to do this, but let's do this while doing this. And it's sure. kind of like this thing where we want this experience we're familiar with, but let's let's twist it up. Let's have it. I want to watch a movie on a big screen, but not indoors. Mm. I want to watch it in the back of my car. I want to, you know, or something of that nature. So I think I think that... With that right now, with the way things are turning, that um, um, we could see that more. And well, like yeah. Oppenheimer was one that mm-hmm. brought people back to the theaters. And sure, stuff and Barbie, obviously, Barbie yeah. did too. Mm-hmm. And then um, Christopher Nolan's brilliant. He's great. He's the best doing it right now. Yeah. And then, um, and, but I remember when like a new movie would come out, even with my kids, I was like, so I would take three of my sons, my wife, and myself, and then I would, t- and then I would text my other buddies who were movie nerds, and we would go. 
I would pay for us five, and I, I think it was like two twenty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because wow. I, we have like buckets down there, they're behind here, but there's buckets from like WandaVision or right. whatever, Doctor Strange. Yeah. I think it was me and Lucci. We got two drinks, two popcorns, large, large, whatever. I think I think that was uh, $45 for just those two. And the tickets were only like 18 a piece. Right. But I love you can pick your own seats. Yeah. yeah. That's fucking sweet. I always pick the seat behind the handicap row. Yeah, so you can put your feet out. Oh, yeah. And then, well, they have recliners now. Yeah. yeah. That's most of them I was them in one that dangerous. Had, I had one that had heated. Yeah. Wow. That's... See, see, that's the thing for me, though. You can't make me too comfortable. I don't give a right. shit. Right, yeah, you'll fall asleep. Fuck if it, Put you if, in a big dark room, how loud it oh is. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I'm a sleeper. I'm a napper. And the older yeah. I get, then I don't... When I sleep at night, I don't. I, I, I deal that's with really the only changes like they that. have. They've well. brought. They've put so much fewer seats in there because they're making them bigger and recliners and like trying to minimize the the big huge crowds that were in there when you were younger. Yeah, and I, you can't make it too comfortable though. Yeah, well, I mean, you put yourself in a big dark room and you know make it comfy with like a heated recliner. You're going out, son. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my daughter brings a blanket to the theater. Like she, she knows. You gotta stay comfy, man. Yeah. Even if it's like a blasting a million decibels of volume, I'll sleep through anything, man. If yeah. it's dark and comfy enough. Yeah. Um, which kind of kind of leads into like so growing up, um, action star wise or actors, who were who were you? Who were you as as a younger lad? We'll so say. I think everybody when they were growing up always had that like one VHS cassette mm-hmm. that had like three different movies on it that basically just like formed your entire cultural worldview as a as a young person. Yeah. And <clears throat> I had this VHS that had The Goonies. There you go. It had Rambo First Blood. Oh hell yeah. And it had uh RoboCop. There we go. That's a that, that's a good trio. Okay, and I blew that tape up, son. You know what <laughs> I mean? Play the tape till the tape pop. That's what I'm saying. So I mean, like definitely like Sylvester Stallone and Schwarzenegger back in the '80s. Both had that in '90s. They were both, Huge. you know, the Terminator, obviously. But, it, but I mean, Schwarzenegger was also doing Kindergarten Cop. Right. He went mainstream. He went like, mainstream after the Terminator for all the sure. Way. You know, like he, well, he was just he was in everything. Well, I mean, you he, think he, about that huge rivalry him and Sly had in the 80s through the 90s. I mean, like, Sly was Rambo. Uh, Schwarzenegger was the uh, the Terminator. He did Predator 2 as well, mm-hmm, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know, and Stallone had Rocky. Commando. S- Commando, you know. Um, Stallone did what? Cobra. Uh, Cobra is a huge, unnearly rated movie. It's, it's a great, great movie. It's a great action movie. And it's a terrible movie at the same time. Yeah. It is. It really is. But those but guys were driving is. people to go see it. Yeah. You were like, you knew kind of... You knew what the you were getting. There were there were quantifiable uh, actors. You know, you yep. knew what you were going to get when you go see like a Sly or an Arnold movie yeah. back then. Think the, about the think about the the script of the Cobra. Yeah, it's about people with money uh-huh. that want to overtake the world. It's about the one percent, and this was done in the eighties. Right, you're still doing that movie in twenty twenty three. No yeah. doubt, yeah. that's yeah, very precious. Even not Chuck Norris though. Yeah. yeah. Oh hell, man, there we Child go. Hell De- run. Still Delta Force so big. He just he missing became, in action. He became, became a like a, a, a yeah, like a, a cultural icon. Icon for sure. You know, like he ate a rat and <laughs> missing in action. Yeah, that's he, right. I forgot. He fought. Um, he fought Bruce Lee. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He and fought one of the greatest martial art 
actors of all time. He fought him on screen. It's yeah. the only time only time Chuck Norris has ever been beat in a movie was that. Yeah. After that point, yeah. he, le- he learned Undefeated. from it. He yeah. learned from that, and he went on to to become the winner the, of the, every movie. The next great champion. Yeah, and the thing what was crazy, I mean, going off this, we're going to bring up Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee's message compared to what the um, the English, or the uh, the Western, which was our message in, in action films, all of a sense, mm-hmm. he changed. He, he, so in like Bruce Lee, Bruce Lee always wanted to make sure his character died in his movies because he didn't want to sell this idea to kids and stuff that revenge was the actual answer right. and was going to make you happy. It yes. was going to fulfill that you right. walk off into the sunlight after revenge mm-hmm. because that revenge is a personal thing. Sure. And, and a lot of times you'll get that revenge, but it never solved what you were chasing that revenge for. Hmm. And so he wanted this story that's like, no matter whether you're whether you're reacting to violence with violence, it doesn't make you any better than what the person that started it is kind of situation. What I learned from action movies was every... Asian American, every Asian person knew karate. Yeah, yeah. yes. It, I thought it was going to be an issue I had to deal with. Every uh, black person has something smart to say yeah. and funny while they're trying to fight you. Yeah, quip. Yes. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then every a combination of two or three white people can solve world problems in under Always. two hours, instantaneously. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's like, what. That's why I learned. Whatever problem you have, definitely. But you I know. mean, those old actors were really driving butts in seats to the movies no, they were you know like tom cruise you know like i think he's really like the last of that old breed you know what mm-hmm. i mean the dying like, breed you yeah. know the last of the old movie stars keanu reeves keanu's that, there that's my guy sure though. but yeah, keanu's my guy but he's like the, he's had a resurgence with his john wick for sure yeah and john wick's been great it, it, and also the way he carries himself is not as a movie star right that's why you're right right huge... in public transpo and like his motorcycle yeah. and is like in a band and like he's worth like 200 million dollars and like gives it all to like cancer charities yeah. and like he's just well, the best and he and he's but like we're saying he's he's a he's a he's not like like you're saying with uh with uh, tom cruise tom cruise is carrying that that old thing where when they they have a say in every production right. every day they come in no, a massive the, salary Keanu's going to come in and he just wants to make something good he's going to put his input and stuff but he's right. not you're not hearing him commanding all the he's extras he's not that and stuff super ego on and, set yeah. like tom cruise and, would and be he learns how to handle guns the, 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 there's only sure. if, if it's six bullets it's six bullets <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. I mean, in the first John Wick, when he's walking through that house, double tapping everybody, it's one of the coolest the shots. The very first it's, it's scene. It's incre- in yeah. the dark, but it, the lighting, they had the lighting just perfect to where like, you're seeing like the lower half of everybody. Yeah. So the action and stuff wasn't super gory, or, but it, I mean, and the way he was handling and his movements, and like you said, the count of every the bullets. Mm-hmm. And then John Wick 2, I also enjoyed it, but then it's it's become like a gun porn. Yeah, it's just And gun I'm for it, though, because that's what it's supposed to be. Sure, that's fine. That's they know, they know what the for. people want, for yeah, sure. They know I'm what going, the people want. I'm, they want to see John Wick kill a bunch of dudes in really cool ways with a bunch of different guns. Yeah, and when you're watching it, you want to feel like, Oh, I could do that. Yeah, you know, like that's our man. Like yeah. that's some hero. Like you know, you you're yeah. you're taking out the reality of what a situation like that would really be like, and you're you're making it in a sense beautiful. You're making yeah. this art of it. Yeah, you know, and so. Um, but definitely it, driving I mean, to the theater, like you know, when the new wicks are coming <laughs> out, Keanu's getting butts in seats. People are going and seeing that. You know, the this new. Uh, Mission Impossible movie flopped pretty hard, but I think that's because they released it at the wrong time. Personally, well, I don't think 
I, I know Maverick did well, but they also right. they made Maverick very political. Yeah, not the movie, not the movie, mm-hmm. but they kind of went that all patriotic way, right? And I'm yes. like, do you not know what Tom Cruise really stands for? Yeah, he's well, a Scientologist. But, that, but that's man, the I mean, thing. Like, yeah. that's what the Tom Top Gun series is. It, it's military. It's, it's propaganda. It's propaganda. Yeah, it was designed in the 80s. Yeah, to get the people What's interested in the Air Force. It's propaganda being led by a Scientologist. Yeah, that's <laughs> very American interesting. Military propaganda where with Scientologists are banned in Europe because they like infiltrated every level of the. U.S. government got caught like in the 70s and they got busted infiltrating the government of like France and are banned from the country That's of France. Wild. They're crazy, whatever. But yeah, I mean, like these old movie stars, like uh, they were stars, you know, Sly, Arnold. Man. Tom Cruise, Bruce Willis. Like, yeah. remember uh, when he was cast for Die Hard, he was a television actor moonlighting yep yeah and he became the highest paid actor in hollywood i think they gave him two or two and a half million dollars to do die hard right and nobody knew if he could do it and i mean obviously the rest is history i mean last die boy scout still i think yeah. ra- i think it ranks up here with some of the diehards i love the that's last good, boy scout him and damon wayans who's in like, the closet yeah <laughs> that, yeah i mean why did mr popo tell the joke it's <laughs> like <laughs> got that gun and that puppet or whatever well, and that's kind of like what we all heard uh quentin tarantino's opinion on kind of what's going on and i mean he makes a good point about that like we were going I wasn't seeing Commando because I wanted to see the, Commando. I yeah. was seeing it because it was Arnold. Right. And I liked his other stuff, and I knew he was going to be the exact same character right. as he was in Predator. Like, exactly. that's it's all the same. It's right. just a different scenario. It doesn't matter what his daughter's name is. It doesn't matter what his name is in the movie because right. it's, it's Arnold no matter what. You yeah, know? you knew what you were getting. Like, again, a quantifiable action star. You knew yeah. what you were getting with the new Sly movie. You, knew you weren't you getting were dialogue. Getting. Yeah. No. And you were going to get blood and guts and guns, you know, well, and, 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 and big time, booms. Special effects was really starting to take and off. And practical effects yeah, were still we were a very big thing. To, yeah, to see real explosions and like yeah. some cool shit. And slow motion became real big. Right, and aerial shots as yeah. well. And they started doing wire work and stuff, bringing over yeah. those Hong Kong guys yeah. and doing more, you know, aerial kind of stunts and things like that. Um, and really just upping the ante, you know, trying to, you know, one-up each other, basically. Yeah, each director wanted a bigger explosion, a, a, a newer, cooler uh, villain. Um, and it was just really great. You it know? was competition that Steven we... Steven Seagal, Jean-Claude. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. These Those were like the B-level guys, and they were putting out great, great movies then in the Out 80s for and Justice 90s. was great. Out for Justice, Mark for Death. Yeah, absolutely. All of those Van Damme movies, Bloodsport, Kickboxer, excellent movies. You yeah. know, and I mean, just... You don't have that anymore. No, you don't. I mean, they tried with Gerard Butler and Gladiator. I'm, I'm sorry, Russell Crowe and Gladiator. They tried to him have him do a couple. Then they had um, yeah, um, Gerard Butler. Yeah, he did 300. That was kind and then of. They had uh, him do the pre- presence movies and stuff uh, like that. Oh uh, yeah, la, <laughs> yeah. And then Last Man Dwayne, Standing or Dwayne Johnson, White Hawk Down or something. Dwayne Johnson is obviously he's the made Rock. A lot, a lot of money, the Rock. Yeah. But. Um, his comedy is actually better more than some of his, than his acting. Right, yeah. and that, that's kind of, I think... They wanted Vin Diesel to be an action star. Yeah. But if everything special effects, is it really action? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Vin Diesel did but all those Riddick everything. movies. He did all yeah. those Riddick movies before I he did those. I Riddick. I was Riddick guilty was pleasure, good. yeah. The it's, first Pitch Black is great. My, shout out Mike Sullivan for, for he loves the, the Riddick series. He loves it, yeah. Pitch. first Pitch Black is great. It's, it's got good. Keith David in it. I mean, shot, Keith David's the best. Like and they went back to that. 
They went back to that for the final one, I believe. They did. They did. Yeah. So, I mean, he did that, but now he's doing those fast movies, which are just like a caricature of themselves at this point. They're like people love them, shooting, writing rockets in space and stuff. Yeah. And like, it's just kind of, it become this culture where the fans that really like that, they, they, they're doing it because they're not there being like, they're not going to be like, that's an amazing movie. No, no. They're, they're, they say that was fucking fun. Like, that that's was what fun. They're, they're yeah. going to go there to see something fun. And I yeah. like really the joke of it all. Fast and Furious people and the way people relate to iPhones. Nothing's really changing. Right. You know what you're getting, yes. but you're still going to buy it and go. It's still yes. fun. Yes. And, and, and a, lot of the, a lot of fans of those kind of movies, there's like three or four of them that like them, and, they, and that's where they, they go see it together. And it's, a, and it's, a, and it's an event that, that weekend. The Friday night, hey, we're, we got tickets. We're going to this theater to see it because we saw the other other ones together right and then we're going to go eat dinner grab some beers and it's just, it becomes this traditional thing and i i think that's really great one guy we've left out that i think does he does everything and i think we all agree he's a fantastic actor but i really really enjoy his action stuff is denzel washington yeah. for sure those equalizer movies were great Unbelievable. the first I mean, the guy, first one is really good the second one is good uh this third one just came out yeah i mean he, I seen he's it. one of those guys where he really can sell that character, but he's he plays it. A certain, he, he plays him kind of the same way every time. But well, he, he what was does it? Runaway Train uh, with Chris uh, Pine, Pine in it. Yeah. yeah, I recently just watched that again. I was like, wow. Yeah, the train movie. Rosier yeah. uh, Rosier uh, Dawson. Dawson's in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rosier. but I was I was like, wow, this is an Ethan. Um, um, off of my name is Earl's in the beginning. He's the reason the train. Oh gets yeah, away. Ethan's yeah. Uh, Supply. I think. Yeah, his name Supply. Is, yeah. yeah. But the other thing was, is one person who I think could be a huge action star is, if they do it right, and he's kind of done a little bit, Henry Cavill. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's got the look. He's got... He's jacked, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's Superman. But, but he's also, he's... he's he Yeah, he, I mean, he has... And he's, he's a also nerd. also tall. He's a like, nerd. Like, a lot of action stars are under... Yeah. Five nine. He's like, a big nerd, and yeah. like that helps him because he's yeah. big into Warhammer and PC gaming. Yeah. Highlander he reboots. Yeah. I, I'm him. excited for there the can only be one. I'm excited for him being Highlander. That's that gonna be should awesome. be because I think Shane Black is doing that. He's yeah. the one who did the the ter- uh, the Predator. And you know Henry's doing it because he likes the original. You if know? you go through and look at the original one, uh, or the one with Sean Connery in it, and you look at Sean Connery as an action star, yeah. like The Rock. Mm-hmm. Right, you don't have to be shoot him up, bang him That's up. That's what to I'm be, seeing yeah. him jacked and huge or whatever to be Sean, an action star. Sean well, he he, yeah. pl- he plays that the setup man really well. Like mm-hmm. he's not the guy shooting the guns and stuff all the time, but he's like the leader who's kind of manipulating and yeah. plays that like the the guy who's who's defeating everyone by outthinking them kind of situation. Yeah. He does you, that in the rock. you know when it started to change a little bit. FX mm-hmm. yeah. FX started to come out with like Sons of Anarchy, but the mm-hmm. first one was um, with Michael Chiklis. The Shield. Uh, the, shield. the Shield. So Great TV series. shows started putting Law & Order SVU right. like, really turned into action. Like yeah. There was a lot of action scenes and stuff like that. And once mm-hmm. you started seeing that PG-13 or more, then you started seeing more um, action stars. But Reacher on Prime, yeah, he is... Like his he he's way better than Tom Cruise was in that movie. Yeah. Right. Like I, I watched well, him and he's from Blue Mountain State, the television show, uh, which was directed by the famous sure. Brian Robbins of Head of the Class. By nice, the way. nice. Um he is a huge I think a huge star that could do some great things. And he's yeah. also one of those guys that this is for me, like with like you can't you can't sell me on the idea that that it's not the actor's fault, but a, these short actors who are supposed to be these tough guys, I can't do it. Yeah. And so 
when you get somebody um, like the guy who played the Reacher, like that's a big, that's a big, that's man. a big man. And so when he's doing hand to hand combat, of course that guy it looks real. That dude's at, you know, it's yeah. like it's selling this point because I know that a lot of people in America are shorter, and, and there's a lot of people that are shorter that have the hero complex that that think they can go out and do this and that. But like, <laughs> listen, you're five six one eighty, dude. You're not. And you're trying to fight bigger what? trained dudes, so like I I, I got to kind of have that that height thing in the in the play yeah. for it to kind of sell. Well, to for give me. context, you just go around the room. Josh, how tall are you? I'm six two. Six two. Yeah. Six three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the might be one of the tallest podcasts non NBA. Yeah. yeah. If we add us together, here we go, like, Indiana. Because six three and above is actually only one percent of their population is a six three and above. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. and so, when you said that about high thousands, I looked around and I was like, "Yeah, they <laughs> might." Dick yeah, we, we, yeah, we might not be. Sorry, yeah. sorry, short kings. But yeah. look stay at up. Francis. Stay Aga- up, short kings. We love you. <laughs> look at Francis Aganu. Yep. Look at Terry Funk in Roadhouse. There you go. Yeah. Compared to other wrestlers, you're like, man, mm-hmm. he didn't look that big, but he was still almost six three. Big boy, and he's a big boy. So, like when you see wrestlers compared to regular people, they're mm-hmm. huge. And that, yeah, and that's one thing is about it is. I mean, we forgot about the great Patrick Swayze. For oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Roadhouse God, King. R.I.P. Pat. So I would have. He was also a little shorty guy, but he, but there was something about it. He could sell it. Yeah. Yeah. Was, I think because he was ripped guys, up. Man. That's like, a, and he was the long hair. And I mean, you think about it now, like one of the. It's called other Blown Out. Blown I learned out. it's called Blown Out when yeah. they've blown their hair out. It's Blown yeah. Out. <laughs> one of the other, like, me, new recent uh, action stars that are kind of not your traditional action star, Liam Neeson. Mm-hmm. The yeah. Taken movies, and yep. then he did the gray. It, yeah, they based it on how smart exactly. He was. He's not again a physical person in that role. So I think you're seeing really this morphing of these traditional action stars from like the old '80s and '90s. Blow them up. They're huge. They're ripped. They're like commandos. You know, all that's kind of gone out the window, and you're seeing more kind of nuanced action stars nowadays. And uh, I think they're really, again, you go back to Quentin Tarantino, who he said about the Marvel movies, that these characters are what are driving people to the theaters now. They're not going to see Chris uh, Evans as Captain America. They're going to see Captain America. They're not going to see Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. They're going to see Iron Man. And I think he was probably right on the money with that, honestly. Uh, Yes and no. Because if they if they're gonna make another Captain America movie without Chris Evans, yeah, and it, no one's gonna go to it, yeah, because Chris Evans is is known because we've had the Batman theory, right? Right. Keaton's my Batman because eighty nine. Yeah, we've had five Batmans right, right now, whatever. Yeah, and I love Affleck. I'll just get that in there, anyways. <laughs> but uh, but I but but what the decisions they make, like they're not gonna go watch a new Captain America movie as as high as it was with Chris Evans. You're right, yeah. Because also because that luster is gone. They've already experienced it the first time yep. with Evans. So now uh, as a new character that it's hard to suspend that that disbelief because the last Thor did not do very well even with Christian Bale. I mean, all of them are really falling. I mean, Marvel is That's really falling off. The director of the even Chris Evans was like, yeah, that this or Chris Hemsworth like this one's kind of terrible. You had yeah. Christian Bale with a great opening scenes with the gods yeah. and murdering it. Yeah, comes the God Butcher, and the next thing you know, this is like a. Rainbow. Love, love drum, yeah, yeah with the children, yeah, with the kids and the yeah. I mean, it's just. 
it's oversaturated. It's become too much product for the. I'm talking about the the Marvel stuff. But the TV series are actually better than some of the movies. Yeah. They are. Winter, Winter, uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon, great. It was Loki, okay. Great. Loki was good. Um, WandaVision Hulk, was good. Yeah, the Hulk thing was terrible. The quick eye, yeah, the Hawk, ha- the Hawkeye Hawk, was okay. Hawkeye was okay. Yeah. But, but other, I mean, I think too, like for me personally, like it was hard for me when they picked the the actors originally. I was somebody that's like, oh, that shit's not gonna work. And then after like the tenth character, I'm like, all right, maybe they know what they're doing. Yeah, you know, because it was one of those things where it's well. like, why did they do this guy? And then they do it, and you're like, that's that's Captain America, man. You know, like when they did it, Chris Evans, I was like, why are they doing him? And then to the point where now that all of those um, characters are basically gone, and they're they're they got a new story arcs and stuff going. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched a lot of it because right. of that. So I, I am kind of with that to where like, I don't know if it was necessarily Chris Evans that I was wanting to, uh, that I want to go see. It's the fact that like, all right, it took me a minute to adjust to that and accept that. And now you're switching on me again. Right. And it might be that old, older brain I'm getting to where it's like, I just don't want to deal with constant change all the time. And I think that's where maybe a lot of people are as where, um, the stuff that's flopping and stuff now too is because this it's a whole new thing and I also think that there's a lot of people who never got into it but want to get into it now and feel like they have to start from the beginning and you right. don't and you yeah, really don't it's like a huge undertaking to to understand to get it start. so when uh, people didn't get started they kind of feel like they're way out of it and there's no opportunity to really get I call it the Wu-Tang it. Theory okay. yeah Wu-Tang came out as a group mm-hmm. phenomenal Solo starting to come out phenomenal. The, the the second group album came out phenomenal. Then they start having all these little side, and I'm just like, I can't. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I can't keep up with it. I want to support it. it, but it's I don't, exactly. Yeah. It's too much, and I think it's just yeah, it's gotten to an oversaturation, and it's just it's dominated the medium of movies. Like the only movies that were out were those movies, and you're not seeing the the smaller artsy films anymore. You're not seeing they're not making bad movies anymore. You know, like movies. That are like going to come out, and they don't know if it's going to be a hit or not. They're only putting out sure things, basically. Now. Because well, they got a formula, they know what. Right, right. They're that following. Critics that. are terrible. Yeah, it's like aren't you? Well, they just, can just be. Well, most bought. of them are. Like, are, are you three paid. just criticizing? Like, yeah, yeah, but we're not paid for this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But the other thing is, like, I like Quentin Tarantino, but I also start to feel like his movies are the same shit with just different people. He was, sure. Thing, thing with my sure. problem with Tarantino, he was starting to. He would put a movie out, and in part of that movie, he would go and pat his own self on the back for one of his Always, yeah. And then it felt like he would, and then there were certain things he would write out, and he'd be like, I want to say that word, so I'm going to cast myself as that character <laughs> yeah. so I can say that. That's know? what, yeah. And, and it gets to that point where you're like, I understand you want to push limits, and I understand it's just a character, and that character is supposed to be saying that word, but like, You've done yeah, that like you're four times, getting man. a little <laughs> you know, sus like, here. Yeah. I mean, a Django, he did it, and then yeah. Pulp Fiction, he did yeah, it. Yeah, it gets to the point. Yeah. It's like, hold on, bud. Like, and it, he's now it just the like, gratuitous oh. feet stuff too yeah, with him, where he like cast himself thing. drinking the tequila off Selma Hayek's foot yeah. and Dustin Dawn, and like every so he can say he did it. Just you know, it's every like, it's part of the role. single nah, movie he does is just got some gratuitous feet stuff, and like we get it. I mean, but it did make me love Brad Pitt more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I didn't like the whole what he did with um, Bruce Lee in that though. Yeah, no, yeah. I didn't like that. No one his, liked it. I didn't yeah. like the, that movie to be honest. A lot of people really liked I, yeah, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It. I didn't enjoy. I liked the fight it. scene at the end. That was it. It was yeah. fine with a dog. I mean, Leo <laughs> yeah. DiCaprio is a good actor. I mean, like he's kind of that old style actor. If any of the newer actors are close to that old, older kind of you know eighties nineties actor, wow. I'd say Leo's the guy. That's a great question. 
Because, I mean, like, he's got a 25-year-old girlfriend. He's 50 now or whatever. He's like Jack Nicholson in just, like, 2.0. He's following kind of that, you know, old Hollywood bad boy where he's as not getting married. As long as don't Jared Leto up anymore. Yeah. The, Let him stay where he's at. Yeah. God, that well, guy, Leo's, man, what a weirdo. Leo's at that point where he only works with certain people now. Well, he's got and his like own cult. And he'll do that, like, once or twice he's a year. He's got his own cult, Jared Leto. No, I'm talking about Leo. Oh, Leo DiCaprio. Yeah. I think he said Leto. Because like he, he works with Scorsese, and then he works yeah. with... Uh, and, yeah. and he knows by That's doing it. that, his, his, he's going to make a bunch of money, and his movies are going to get well just because of that. He got $40 million so like, dollars for that new Flower Moon Scorsese thing. Leo did $40 million. But good, don't look up was quirky funny. I did like Don't Look Up. Yeah. It was, it was so... It was making fun of like how everything we need to make sure. fun of it, and it was, just, it was just hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. But I just... Uh, I don't know if movies are going to be able to bounce back honestly with those old traditional movie stars. I don't think that that's going to be a thing anymore. Well, I mean, I, with with because uh, we were going to, you know, talking about did Marvel was Marvel the reason why we don't really have that? But then now Marvel's dying. We're just saying, you know, so it's like now what's is there gonna, next? Is, what's next? What's the next resurgence? That's what or I'm wondering. What's the I next think thing. Honestly, I, I think movies will always have a place and will always be there. I don't think they're going to be as prevalent in us our society as they have been in the past because television's just a better storytelling medium now. When you can have a 10 yeah. one-hour episodes of a show, you can tell a much more in-depth story mm-hmm. um, over essentially the same period of time you know like you, uh, obviously 10 hours of content versus two two and a half hours of a movie um is much different but i just think it's a much better medium that people have become more accustomed to well think about this if you can go to the movie theater for this for six straight friday or saturdays in a row and catch like all and like hey marvel's dropping six straight movies they're coming out every friday mm-hmm. like people would still go do that because we we consume in such you know, right. Yeah. But we're now we're waiting, now waiting so many years, but like how Marvel's going to come back with Kevin Feige, how he's going to possibly bring it back is like, Hey guys, we're going to dust off the band. Right. Yeah. Bring we need a reunion tour for one movie. That's what I was going to But in game was so perfect. It was so perfect ending. Where do you go from there? Right. Yeah. There's just, that, that was I the mean, whole even thing. They looked at it and they're like, Oh shit. Uh, yeah, what are we going to do? <laughs> like that yeah. was we might have shot ourselves just in swimming in their Scrooge McDuck bank of money and they're like, "Oh no, now what?" Uh, if they get Doctor Doom right, take my money. Yeah. That's what I'm take saying. They money. consolidated all those rights. They've got the X-Men rights, they've got the Fantastic Four rights, so they've got plenty of fodder there. And I mean, they obviously know what they did can be marketable. I think and I hope that they just take a more kind of pointed approach moving forward and don't go for the whole in uh cinematic universe thing again make those one-off stories like logan like that those those darker yeah, stories those yeah, more adult really interior oriented <laughs> one-off stories that was that are excellent you know like that that logan movie was incredible the really joke the joker movie with with joaquin yep. phoenix again mm-hmm. like those those stories that are more adult oriented they're one-offs you don't have to make some big universe around them where you got to watch 10 different properties to understand them i think that would be a, a better way to go moving forward and personally. stick with the director who had success yeah yeah I mean, I mean i mean like wonder woman was great and then i think they switched directors on the second one and then you and stay away from Josh Whedon. Yeah, yeah. Just sad to say. I mean, I he's like, just I played like, out, dude. I mean, he everybody I knows like what serenity. he's gonna do. 
Everybody knows what he's going to do because, I mean, he hasn't changed his kind of procedure since the beginning. He's still yeah. playing the same hits. Yeah, we, we I did watch the Flash movie. The new, the the new I did too. Was, uh, I watched it when it it's, premiered it's on got HBO. Some funny parts. I, I popped when I when I saw my guy. For sure. Yeah, yeah I mean, it was a nostalgia was, parade. That's what it was. One hundred percent. That was the only way yeah. they knew they could get people to go watch Ezra Clooney Miller because that dude Clooney? was radioactive. Dude, he was like he's like a new uh, movie rock star. In some <laughs> yeah, way. kidnapping kids and like <laughs> he's a weirdo. That dude, bro. Like how? Like, did you guys see that? Just uh, like what I think yesterday or the day before, we're talking. Uh, they're uh, canceled another one of those coyote movies, the John Cena Wiley Coyote movie. Warner Brothers is shelving. He was doing John Cena was doing a Wiley Coyote and Roadrunner like reboot movie. Wow, that Didn't had incredible like uh, original music and scores and animation. Is it animation? Exactly. <laughs> and they were going to put it out, and uh, Warner Brothers just axed it. Going to take a thirty million dollar tax write off and put it in the uh, vault and never show it to anybody. And everybody's like all bent out of shape. About what it. happened? Really? I don't know why. I mean, David Zaslav, this dude is is just crazy for for uh, for Warner Brothers. I mean, he's he's did it with the Batgirl movie too. They had that thing all the way through post production. They said it was it was okay. Yeah, they said they, they said, said it was uh, kind of woke. What that's you know yeah I, I don't the, like the that Batgirl term, movie, but they say this uh every, this uh, the, there's no real good reason for why they axed this new uh, Wiley Coyote. Truly thing. can't see John Cena, I guess, in the Wiley. <laughs> I mean, like. <laughs> John Cena was really good in that Suicide Squad movie. Mm, He's really, really funny in that Vacation movie, like Vacation Friends, I think it's called. Mm -hmm. I mean, I thought he was going to be a corny, like, you know, cheesy, like, actor, wrestler guy, but he can can do a little bit of everything. He's got some chops. He's a funny guy. Also in the Peacemaker series, HBO. That's right. Yeah, the Peacemaker series. The ending of season one is the funniest thing when the other Justice League shows up. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you got to go rated R with some of the stuff. Yeah. You got to go. That's why Deadpool is huge, and I think the next Deadpool movie will be, be phenomenal. Awesome. Well, I mean, they're awesome. you, the, Disney and Marvel want the merch and the kids. They're 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 going for that buck. They want to sell toys. They want to sell lunch boxes. They want to sell blankets and blah 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 blah. They, they, I mean, that, but the real voracious. Uh, at least from a critical standpoint, are going to be guys and women and people our age. Yeah. Because we're the ones who grew up with the comics. We're the ones, you're buying your kids the New Avengers stuff. You know, you're buying your, if you had kids that age, the New Avengers stuff or whatever. Uh, and did, there's, I bought him like Loki little, you know, collectibles and stuff like that. And that's what Disney wants. But what, what Disney don't understand is it's people in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, whatever, mm-hmm. that are buying the collectibles, that are buying the t shirts. They're buying the bumpy stickers. It's not the kids. Now, yeah. Frozen, absolutely we sure. get Frozen. Right. But they don't understand it's like it's that an gener- adult oriented collectible. That will spend now. money. I mean, they will adults will now spend money on everything. Legos. Legos, but, yeah. But that's I mean, the thing like, is that we've had that our whole lives. Yeah. So we grew up with cartoons that were only made because they had toys to sell. Mm-hmm. There were we literally went through an He-Man era. Man was of made I just mean, as the cartoon the, to sell toys. The cop, I mean, the, one of the biggest ones was uh, Dino Riders. Yeah, the cartoon mm-hmm. was made because the toys were already out. They needed to push toys. Right. Um, cops. C O P S. It was stood for something. Um, the um, the mask. silver. Uh, uh, so uh, with the hawks in the space, and they had the hawk suits, silver, uh, silver, silver hawk, maybe? silver hawks or something. The mask something cars like that. too that were Mask. like the transformers. That was yes. my favorite. 
The mask yeah. was badass. The toys were amazing. We grew up with the best toys ever. Definitely. But those a lot of those play a lot of those cartoons were only out because they had a toy line to push, and that's who we are. Mm-hmm. And so of course Disney's been a part of that too. Yeah. And so I mean, well, they're just Dark following Wing, the Star Dark... Wars model. You know, yeah. George Lucas didn't make his money off the Star Wars movies; he well, made I mean, his money off the toys. Tailspin, Darkwing Duck. Yeah, those were that's all Disney. Chippendale Rescue Rangers and those guys. Yeah. And right beside you, I mean, there's there's even the starting lineup. Mm-hmm. I think it was made because it was toys to get people interested mm-hmm. in how they can move merch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Um, and then the wrestling toys, and then uh, yeah, wrestling toys was a huge thing. Yeah, yeah, different company. That was a huge contract to chase. I mean, there was different companies doing. Jax was one of the big one, and mm-hmm. then now it's with I think Hasbro or Mattel. Hasbro, I think. yeah, Hasbro, yeah. But they, you see the merch. I mean, that's really where these big movies are coming out, and they're that's where they're wanting to make their money because they've got the funky Hollywood accounting where they're all vertically integrated. Oh, Harry Potter didn't like make didn't make nine. any money. Bullshit. You know, get the hell out of here. That movie made ten Bullshit. billion dollars. Well, are you kidding still me? Still making money. That's on the I'm other saying. aspect of the thing about it, though, you would go from you would go from all right. Here is uh, Batman movie. Here's the toys. Here's the Sega game. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, the bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the other JLB. Aspect of it. Yeah, or yeah. JBL. JBL. Yeah. JLB. There, they got all the contracts. But the, the problem the was is like games. the Avengers like video game like took forever to get done and yeah. it didn't do well at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then you take movies, video games, and they try to make them into movies, which is always a terrible idea. Right. Well, you're seeing that now. Well, the Super Mario Brothers uh, b- blew up. It made like a billion dollars. That it's cri- a me, a Mario. It was a good yeah, movie. But it was, I liked it. Yeah, you said it was really good. Now, I they just this. optioned, I think, uh, I saw on Variety uh, yesterday or two days ago, they're doing a live-action uh, Zelda movie. I want they the, said they're going to be Metroid, too. I saw that. I want the badass. Saturday Night version, Saturday Night, Saturday Night Live version of Mario. When they had the guy, it's, like, <laughs> yeah. it's me and I'm Mario. Yeah, Fuck. Or, uh, like yeah he cusses. There's a there's a um, a clip you can get to where like Luigi cusses, like says fuck on there, but he says it in this like quick way where it's Crazy. like, did he really say that or not? And it, yeah, like they got. I want a dark Disney Mario versions. movie because, like you said, I grew up on. Give me Zach the gritty, Snyder. yeah. Give me, give the, me gritty, the gritty, right? Mario. Yeah, we're just Sin City Mario. Right? <laughs> well, well, that's what they can do because I mean, in reality, from the beginning, when Zelda first came out and they were putting it in the game books and stuff like that, and when you got the manuals of the game, you would flip through it. That shit was dark as fuck. Yeah, like yeah. like D and early, uh, like. Uh, second edition, first edition D and D dark, mm, yeah. where it's like these monsters are drawn up. It wasn't this cartoony thing, it right? Now. It wasn't for it kids. Was it was a little shit. more mature, yeah, this, for sure. I mean, this was a, a dude running through dungeons, slaying creatures, for sure, like, for sure, for sure. And so, like, if they could do that little bit of grittiness that way to Zelda with their movie coming out, and I think it's in an era where PG thirteen's their it. zone. They're gonna hammer that PG thirteen zone. I mean, like, we were lucky to get the R Logan. Now. We were lucky to get the R Deadpool. They're going to have to be one-offs, unfortunately. They, I mean, you can get away with so much of PG-13 now. Yeah. You know, they than need, what you used to You get one F word or need, like a butt. Yeah. <laughs> they needed John, uh, what is it, John Bithrow? Bethrow? Punish, played the Punisher? Benthal. Uh, Benthal, yeah. yeah. They need, yeah, I'd love to have a real Punisher movie. Yeah. yeah. Like, to me, like, he, that It was, would be Judge Dredd. Yeah, the, the Dread the, movie the with movie. Carl Urban was sick, yeah. dude. Great like, movie. Dark and bloody as hell. And that's love what, like, that Punisher movie. should be. Well, hell Judge yeah. Dredd, the original one, like you said, with circle back, life. He, he changed everything. <laughs> Rob Snyder wasn't even supposed to be in the movie, right? right. Yeah, he changed Renee everything. Russo. Yeah. yeah, 
Yeah, that was one of the big like early comic book bombs. Like you think about those. Uh, remember the early Super Mario Mothers movie? Wasn't it? What John was Leguizamo. That? Yeah, yeah, John Leguizamo, and what was it? Dennis Hopper. What? Yes. Yeah. Koopa. And then you had Spawn on the early yeah, ones. Yeah, the Spawn, the Michael uh, Michael Jai White Spawn. That and was the a guy, decent. The guy movie, who's uh, the actor who played the detective in Roger Rabbit was Mario. Oh yeah, and then you uh, had Bob Hoskins. The, Hoskins. the original one, big, one of the original I mean, comic huge books. Budget. Yeah. Howard the, the duck, duck. Yeah. yeah loved Howard the duck yeah but it was a little creepy when he was got, trying to make up with the female yeah, yeah. now Leah I'm older I'm like, it's a little, yeah. little suspect little yeah. sus they did some pretty yeah, sexual little sus yeah, some yeah. Sexual, but they remember got like the Daredevil and Electra in the early aughts yeah. too the Daredevil Ben mm-hmm. Affleck oh, terrible. Yeah. Terrible. terrible absolutely terrible you watch it again it's so funny dude it is just like Colin Farrell's great in that movie yeah and, he, and he's just the like, first blade the first two blades kick ass yep I like the Blade. Wesley Snipe Blade one. The third one had two. the chances, but except for he didn't want to act in next to his co-stars, they had to use yeah. like a body double. Yeah. The first Blade is great. You got Christopher Christopherson. You got uh, 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 Stephen Dorff at the height of his popularity. Yeah, yeah. absolutely killing yeah. it. Yeah. Loved those, dude. Those were C, and that was a rated R Blade movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I mean that we was one extend. of the first successful comic book movies was that wasn't not, Batman because they took a they took a chance. They took a chance because exactly Wesley right. Snipes was that that's when he, you know he's coming off past your 57 he's mm-hmm. coming off like white man he's coming off this huge yeah run. he was doing and then it well. kind of died down a little bit then he took and then i think blade was like kind of the point where i think he started to believe he was blade yeah, yeah. like he was just overly <laughs> yeah. cool like because Blade didn't pay his taxes either. No. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have taxes. How do you guys Wesley, afford this? Yeah. Wesley Snipes, man, dude. Pay the tax, man. What are you thinking, bro? And the second one, they had uh, the, they had the young uh, walk, Walking Dead uh, Walking Dead guy in there, too. Um, um, he played his assistant. Yeah. I can't think of his name. Um, he had the uh, motorcycle Jeffrey Dan Morgan. The guy that played the... Um, Daryl. Daryl, basically. Daryl Dixon. Uh, Norman Reedus. Norman, yes. Yeah. Boondock Saints. Great yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Terrible sequel. Yeah, the, the oh second one was so boring. The first. I mean, one you ever seen good. the movie? Uh, there's like a documentary about the making of, of Boondock Saints about the director Troy Duffy and how yeah, he was like this like yep. 22 year old like kid from Boston who just like had this script and it was perfect and like like whole like making it. Now he's like a megalomaniac after he like made it big and <laughs> was hanging out with Mark Wahlberg and shit. Yeah, that's a pretty cool. Interesting yeah, Mark Wahlberg. Story. I just saw this trailer for his new movie. And I'm like, huh, we're playing it safe now, I guess. Yeah, well, I mean, he's, he's a, so he, rich. He, he's a father. I guess, he, you know, he's in a house, and now he has to leave the house because his cover's been blown, and he's fighting with a baby. Oh, at least let me put the baby down. I'm like, I'm done. Yeah, yeah and I mean, that's uh, what you think about. Like, we've we've gone over a few of them. So what, like Mark Wahlberg, The Rock, mm-hmm. Vin Diesel, mm-hmm. Liam Neeson, uh, Keanu Reeves, Tom Cruise still to an extent. Uh, what? I mean, and, The Rock's the biggest out of all of them. Though, yeah. There's still putting, like, but Gerard Butler and Dana Thieves. Mm-hmm. With great movie 50 cent, and i was i was like they're like oh that movie didn't do well it's like how did not now that guy great movie now the guy who plays the lead antagonist in that mm-hmm. i can't think of his name he uh it's paulo schreiber liev schreiber's little brother he is phenomenal yeah um he could do so much but they won't ever like in that movie he is just phenomenal in that movie yeah the den of thieves that was our buddy jim's one of his favorite movies yeah. dude he was hot it was it's a great movie gerard butler killing it in that just movie. just smoking heaters <laughs> yeah donuts. dude so <laughs> dirty you, cop yeah are you uh are you eating a donut <laughs> <laughs> He's drinking That's coffee. That's a great movie, for over. sure. Yeah. And then the best scenes when they're arguing about their outfits, like mm-hmm. nice leather jacket. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Other than that, who's that big uh, blonde Skarsgård dude who was in True Blood, who was in the North Well, there like three of them? Yeah, well, no, he's the big jacked, like, ripped wood. He was in that Tarzan remake mm, that but, they okay. did. But yeah, but, like, it isn't his brother It? Isn't that the same Skarsgård uh, family? Yeah, Bill Skarsgård. Like yeah, well, there's their dad, Stellan, the old dude. He was yeah. in the Marvel movies, okay. as, in the Thor, in the Thor yep. movies as the scientist. And then there's uh, Bill Skarsgård, who is Pennywise and is yeah. weird as Heterochromia. Dude killed it. Dude is a super weird, a great actor. Fucking and then there's jacked, uh, uh, what, Bill Skarsgård? No, Bill. Or he, he uh, plays like military style movies. What's his he? name? I forget. The other Skarsgård. And he done like sniper style movies. He's, like, he he's like a like big a action star yeah. guy. He's like 6'5. He's blonde yeah, he's, and jacked. Yeah. yeah. So, but uh, I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know if. Uh, People aren't really going to see movies with the exclu- exception, like you said, of Oppenheimer and Barbie really brought people back and putting butts in seats, but they're not going to see the Marvel movies anymore. I think it's, I, I, I think they're what not it is, going is that to see, we're not going like people aren't necessarily going to go see an actor or they're going to go see a character. I think they're now, I think now it's the directors. I yeah. think it's the director or the story. Yeah. I yeah, think I mean, a lot of people are on the direct. It's like, Oh, he's directed. It. I oh, will I'll go see it. any Christopher Nolan movie. Right. Exactly. I, I will too. Take my money. Well, I do want to do this though. Cause we're going to have people get upset. I'm going to go through this really fast. Uh, Jackie Chan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Monster. let's see your Harrison Ford. Oh yeah. Okay. I okay. mean that Indiana Jones movie flopped. Fuck, um, they have Dolph Lundgren on here. Yeah. yeah. Jet Lee on here. Kurt Russell's on here. Love Mel Kurt Gibson's Russell, on baby. here. Mel Gibson. Of course. Sigourney Weaver for the ladies. Hey, yeah, hey, man. Shout out aliens, Ripley, man. man. Yeah. Shout out Ripley. Best um, fucking Angelina female. Jolie. Okay. Okay. Fair. Yeah, Tomb Raider. Fair. Yeah, she uh, Clint Eastwood. That's an older guard, but he was still yeah. making movies in the eighties. Yeah. That's fair. And he fought, and he fought, and ran around. They with have Matt Damon tanks. on here. Hey, the Bourne, Bourne, Bourne movies hey, were good, except for the last one. Yeah. Except for the, sh- the Jeremy Why'd you go Renner to, one. Anytime you go to Vegas, it ruins the movie. Yeah, yeah, like man, it, stay yeah. out of Vegas. What need do you to be do? there. I mean, um, let's see here. Charles Bronson. Okay. Oh fuck yeah. Uh, Death Wish. I mean, we we left out Statham, and we Jason also Statham. and we left out hey. Nicholas Cage. Oh, the ca- how I mean, dare we? The Rock is an excellent movie. Mr. The Con Air. Con Air. Yeah, that hair flow. I was watching Gone in 60 Seconds last night. Hilarious. My favorite car ever. I mean, I love Eleanor. some Nicholas Cage. Timothy Oliphant, and that's great. Yeah. yeah. Even, I though, to, even though our buddy Jim hated Timothy Oliphant. Oh, Fake hate. hard man. He's trying to play Clint Eastwood, but he can't do it. <laughs> He fucking hated all of fun. Um, they have Scarlett Johansson on here. That's true. She, I'm not saying she that did in Lucy. Bad way. She I'm, did that Lucy movie, and she's Black Widow. Yeah. I guess you could call her an action. Uh, Russell Crowe. Uh, we Russell Deuce, Crow. Deuce X or whatever too. Uh, I, I, Ghost I, in the I, Shell. Or Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. Ooh. I want you know who's a good action star. I think could be really good is uh, Hardy. Great. Tom Hardy. Uh, yeah, he's good at it. Well, he was in Venom. And then and Lawless, he was great in Lawless. Lawless. Uh, what else? He was in he? Uh, Mad Max. Mad Max. So was Charlize Theron. The, the, she's yeah. got that Furiosa movie coming out, and I will go see. I'm that. a huge. That that's my that's my crush. I love. Didn't she Charlize do something where she was like a hit girl or something? Yep. Too? Uh, mm-hmm. Atomic Blonde. Atomic Blonde. That, had that, that, that had where a she was response. like a great soundtrack. It's set in like East Germany during the Cold War during the 80s. It's a badass movie. They have Christian Bale in here. Okay. Um, I mean, he, he did Batman. three. He did three ten to Yuma. It see he for, did, but he didn't I know, but for he's me Batman. he's a character. I mean he's a uh, he's a um, 
Help me out here, man. I'm drowning. Um, you you like these kind of actors. Method, method actor. Method actor. Yeah. And to me, a method actor, you're not, a, <laughs> he's you're not an action star. You're he's, a method actor. I mean, and there's nothing wrong crazy. with being a method actor. I think you, that's why he did Thor, because I think he said he was kind of done gaining and losing weight. Yeah. yeah. Like, that guy's been... I mean, that guy's a great actor. Don't get me wrong. But he's like, like to call him, like, too, just an action star, I think he's a little more than just, like, an action he's, star. He's, yeah, a little more than he's, an he's action more, star. They wanted Ben Affleck to be an action star for the longest time, like, changing lanes and some of these other stuff. Yeah, and I watched Paige. Last I, night, I think dude. it's that, that movie's terrible. It's that bro. Boston thing about yeah, like, the Boston accent and things like so. Like we automatically put this like tough guy kind of image to anything Boston. Funny. But the, but yeah. the town Boston. phenomenal, great movie. Town's Jeremy great. Renner's another action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, He's okay. The, He's not gonna be doing it now. I got ran over by a snowplow or but something. But I don't think Renner's like a star though. Yeah, that's like, what I'm I saying. Think none of like these guys really again, jump like, as stars. Like The Rock had a, uh, a he was on a heater. He's still, but I mean, after he did that Black Adam movie, like he's kind of been. And then he tried he, to stand up to the studios. That's what I'm saying. And I he loved got him crushed. for that. He I got crushed for, for it though, man. But and I mean, I mean he's, like he's a he's a summer blockbuster. Star. He's what um, Will Smith was. Will Smith we was, and also the the mummy movies uh brandon just, fraser brandon fraser he, he he's was a had a massive, huge comeback he, now yeah the well but as a but as a real but as a, like a, a, a dramatic, legit character yeah. dramatic actor now yeah good for him too that guy seems yeah legit, great like, great guy great guy great guy for sure yeah i mean there's just so much but like i said those are some of the ones that were on the I list bad that i forgot about some of those guys yeah yeah we didn't want people to be like hey don't you remember clint yeah. eastwood no. yeah and i was like yeah but he's really weird now so i don't want to talk about yeah. it yeah he's but I think, yeah, just movies in general are in a tough place. I think they're really going to have to kind of adapt or die or the medium's going to be in deep. It's already in pretty deep trouble. I mean, for it, Barbie though. and Oppenheimer kind of maybe saved the day here in the short term to show that there's still people that'll go and see movies. But I'm just like, I'm a pretty big movie guy. I like watching movies. I like enjoying movies and going to the theater, and there hasn't really been a movie to come out where I'm just like, other than Oppenheimer, where I'm like, I have to go see that in mm-hmm. the theater. The Meg. Oh, the guy who's the, the who's the, the who's the guy who's the star of uh, obviously Oppenheimer, and also he was Cillian Murphy. Oh, yeah. he is phenomenal. He's great. Well, that's what I was about to say when we we left out with Hardy. Now bringing him back up. Um, uh, Peaky Blinders. They're yeah. both in there together and they f- uh, fucking kill it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tommy. Well, that's what I'm uh, saying, man. I think just like the movie medium is is dying. Like these shows are just better. Or maybe maybe this is it. Maybe you this is You can tell a is. better story over a 10 episode, like an eight one hour episode than you can in a movie. But it also gives people that interaction. It's like every day on this day, I have this right. one. Or it's like I can wait till it's. Well, I mean, they don't even have that it. anymore. I mean, you get in the binge watch because, I mean, like yeah, Netflix drops whole true. seasons at once. So but people are sitting down and blasting through these in a day. But you're also seeing what not to do with like Yellowstone. Right. What, what not to do is like they were on this hot streak. Mm-hmm. They jumped the shark 15 times. Times that people are still watching it. Yeah. If you don't Walking know what Jumping the Shark was, then you didn't grow up in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. no, no. no. Walking Fonzie. Dead did the same thing. Walking Dead did the same Absolutely. thing. And then they put out a prequel on it. Now, yeah, they're, so Yellowstone They're following those the, Marvel blueprints and just yeah. oversaturating. Yeah, making I mean, these like, we may get Matthew McConaughey. I'm like, why, why, would, why would you do that? Unless it's a paycheck. Yeah. yeah. And that's the problem. And the problem is they get the, the, who's in charge of Yellowstone was basically really a rancher. Yeah. Kind of had this idea. And then they bought him that six 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 yeah. ranch or whatever, and I'm just right. like, good for him. But now you're screwed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, maybe maybe now that now we've talked about it, and I'm thinking about it. Maybe the action star isn't dying. Maybe there's just so many of them. There's a, there's more. Back when we were talking about, you know, in the '80s stuff, there were three or four guys you called. Now there's 
fucking 20. Cole Hauser. And can get it done. So Cole Hauser is on Yellowstone's rib. Yeah, yeah, maybe maybe that's what it is. There's you know, more like people acting like... An oversaturation. Well, just, it's it's more people can get mm. the job done. Back in the day, there was There's wasn't. just a lot more content today yeah. than there was back then. You and know, then how you many have, movies like came out in a year in like 1988, you think? Like five? six? I was, yeah, I was going to say... Oh, I mean, no, there's a ton. I mean, a, 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 like big movies, like uh, real usually it was four. Usually it was probably like about 12. Yeah. Like every quarter there would be something that would break. You'd have your right. summer, then you'd have your fall, then you have your Christmas from when mm-hmm. I studied a little bit on that one. Yeah. But it'd be 12. Think about it, that's literally one a month. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. When was the last time a romantic comedy was in the theater? Remember like in the 90s when we were in high school, you go to the w- theater every night with like your girlfriend and to go watch what some terrible Jennifer, rom-com? Jennifer Lawrence one was kind of rated R. It was a kind of a comedy love movie. But it went straight to streaming. Really? Mm-hmm. That's what they're all doing now. Because, I mean, those They're rom-coms. splitting it, actually. Some of them are yeah. splitting it. They're putting it in certain movie theaters, and then but they're also streaming it. Yeah. But it, it, the other part is the price of gas, the price of doing anything else. The inflation's yeah. so high. Yeah. But, like, I I mean, I have we have every streaming service under the sun. Right. But the problem is I think people want to be with more relatable people. I think we're to that point now. Yeah. Like like if you go through like yeah, I know Yellowstone is ridiculous or whatever, right? But you're more likely to know someone Cole Hauser who plays Rip on Yellowstone than you are to know someone like, you know, Reacher. Right. So they're like I guess it's like that. I mean, more accessible. The, you know a show is phenomenal when people start dressing like it. Right. Yeah. I was at a comedy show, there's people sitting in the front and I was just there's two people, two type, two television shows sitting at two different tables. I was like, I'd like to welcome the cast from Sons of Anarchy here and, and the extras of Yellowstone. Thanks for coming out. <laughs> That's what they looked like. The whole bar was like the extras of Yellowstone. Like it was just these beards, yeah. flannels, and then like somebody was wanting to fight somebody. Yeah, life imitates art, right? Yeah, that's how it is, man. It just. Yeah, I mean, we're just really living in the golden age of content right now. I think that's a really good point that you made, that maybe we're just uh, a little more inundated with more people and options now than we were when we were younger. I'm going to say that more options isn't always the best. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it just kind of, the way you look at it, it's all a perspective. Of- and you were just talking about those streamings, too. I mean, like, you talk about all these, like, unique streaming movies that are coming out to just this independent, uh, you know, Netflix exclusives, Apple TV exclusive, Amazon Prime exclusives. And, like, you're getting a lot more content, but it's mostly bad. There's not enough time to watch it all because we're seeing a lot. What they're doing is it's basically, like, um, what's a good way to say it? Uh shoes right i love air maxis mm-hmm. and i also love new balance i see you over there mm-hmm. i got my old schools in there mm-hmm. like so they'll put out colorways of shoes and then like one will hit that's what they're doing with television shows like hey let's put out the same formula mm-hmm. like i always go through to see what shows were canceled like you're not yeah. having kings of queens come out you're not having law and order svu type shows coming out and are hitting very few yeah but everything's getting canceled what's the newest show that you've ever heard about right now streaming or on network I mean, nothing. Well, don't they have that, like, the good doctor, that kid who's like an what's, autism what's doctor like, or something? The, I mean, Netflix out, I, just released that, The Fall of Whatever Manor. I've been seeing a lot of that. But when's the last time someone's like, hey, you got to watch this? Oh, yeah. No, I mean, Breaking Bad. Probably. Yeah, Game of Thrones before, Game it, of Thrones. Thrones. before it shit the yeah. pants. Yeah. By the way, if you tell me you have to watch this, and I'm like, hey, I will, and they're like, no, no, you have to watch it, then I won't watch it. Yeah, yeah. That, you, 
two two you have to watch is it yeah i'm kind of out of it. and then we're not even friends anymore after that because it's almost like you're overhyping it and when you don't really when you kind of keep having to tell me then i'm like "Eh, it's probably like hey that's like hey you should see the girl i'm dating like oh that's great i'm happy no no no, you should see her and i'm like "Uh oh Oh, yeah he's paying for yeah (laughs) (laughs) what's the catch uh, absolutely she doesn't like him no but that's the problem is is what i'd like to see is more reality television shows let me finish let me finish let me finish <laughs> more more reality or some based on that giving writers a chance to actually make like either a short movie or or film and television pilot do something give more opportunities to people if we're going to use television time yeah. Right. Mm. I like that. They yeah. did it once with Ben Affleck or Matt Damon did it. Mm, Project you, Greenlight. I think that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. And I watched it and I loved it. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, that's cool. We need people that think of different things. And I know what people say, well, like, hey, you're doing a podcast talking about movies and there's a million of them. No, I get it. Right. Right. But when I'm, but there's always going to be something different, a little bit different on what you do. But I don't know. I, I think the, I think people, people no longer do uh, hero worships. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I mean, because we used to grow up to and look at like athletes or actors or, or whatever it was like, oh, my God, that's who I want. You know, mm-hmm. I don't. Right. My kids don't even No, They don't really do that anymore. No. Yeah. Because there used to be like when you watch Rocky four. Right. Like we're emotional. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that was a, like that's a roller coaster. Sports and politics and yeah. like life all rolled into one. And like he's giving that speech at the end and you're all misty and you feel like ready to run through a brick wall. Well, I can change. You yeah. can change. We all can change. Independence Day when he get, you know, oh, yeah. yeah the Independence Day yeah, speech. I mean, that is a great speech, though. For sure. And then I just watched The Godfather Part Two when. Um, uh, he's giving a speech to Michael Corleone. He's like, when Mo Green was killed, yeah, that was a business, right? Yeah, not personal. You just and that's like, wow, that's a great speech. Yeah, yeah. By the way, Godfather Two is better than Godfather for oh, sure, for shit. sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for oh, sure. Shit, for sure. <laughs> it's not close. I know. Wow. You had Robert De Niro as a young Don Vito. Yeah, yeah. man. I mean, yeah. Bobby. Like, yeah. Let the dog stay well, the, there. The, the, the first Pacino. one was just introducing it. That, that was, you know, it was just an introduction thing. So the I second one could actually excellent. run with the story. We could do so like good. six hours on sequels. Oh, so, I mean, oh yeah. For sure. For like, sure. You want to so talk about t- a hit and miss. Like, that is, that's a tough line. That's to a cash grab. Yeah. Like, Hangover 3 is a cash grab. Yeah. yeah. Hangover 2 was a stretch. And I mean, I think that's part of the problem is I think a lot of consumers for movies got savvy to that there towards the end right before COVID hit that they were just, you know, putting out dreck and and just like they knew people would go just to go. Well, I think that we I think we want an ending. And when we get that ending, we're we're over it. We're done. You don't have to. After the first like a lot of these comedies, like, I mean. Let's go back to one of the first sequels I can remember comedy wise that the first movie was is is still today one of the greats and the second one was just so terrible never need to be made and um that's um the golf movie um Caddyshack 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 damn it and um yeah you make the second one and you're like this never needed to be made the first one never. did everything the first one covered that story that story's it over it was perfect I don't need more side character shit about that story right that was perfect. All those characters hit it on the head. They got the 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 message and the story was told. And I think a lot of that has to be do do also with like a bartender. As being a bartender, 
because we'd sit and listen to someone they need to tell what happened or tell their daily story or whatever but they're doing it under the influence and sometimes that shit just gets stretched out and it's just like <laughs> yeah you're telling me right now you're in something that should have been edited out yeah like this last edit. five minutes need to be edited out of this story I wrap wanna, that I, shit yeah, up I, b i, I want to hear what you have to say this and that but some of these characters in your story that you're telling me that you came across today i don't need all their background <laughs> like what they bring to the story is enough stick to the yeah. point son and then there's some things that you know maybe some characters are fantastic and maybe a little spinoff of them like um like i think better call sal I think that spinoff idea to where it's like he was he was a good character in, in Breaking Bad, this and that. But it's like, OK, well, let's find out what he's done beforehand. I was like, that's kind of an interesting take. OK, it's not necessarily after the aftermath of everything. Let's see how it led up to where this guy ran into this guy, you know? Yeah, and it doesn't have to. And, it, and the thing is, the, sh- the show doesn't have to be about meth and it doesn't have to be about Walter White. It's about this other guy and the things he was going through. To get to until and, and how that led to where he was at. I think people point. just want authentic stories. To be honest, at this point, you know, like you saw, like that, uh, the biggest movie of uh, like the last couple of years is that Everything Everywhere All at Once. You know, oh man, what a and piece I of mean, art. and it wow. really was. It was an incredibly emotional movie, and it was full of. It was an action movie. It was a everything. drama movie. It was everything. It was. It was it, entertainment. It was perfect. And I mean, I think people really resonated with that movie because it was so different. Again, they took a chance mm-hmm. on it um, with the casting and the story itself. And I think, uh, you know, uh, if they would just kind of, you know, pay attention to that response, I think they'd probably get, you know, a more organic response moving forward. Yeah. I mean, but I think a lot of times in, in Hollywood, too, we're starting to see analytics come into play. Right. Where they yeah, have they so much algorithms. information and, they, yeah. they, and they're just yeah. looking at certain things. They're not looking at, you know, and it's like you look at like um, – I mean, the thing that sucks too is that you you look at Rotten Tomatoes. We we lost Rotten Tomatoes as as fan base. We lost it. It was bought by a company that makes movies. Yeah. Yep. What the fuck do you think they're gonna do? Yep. Give you an honest review about yeah, a about no. a competitor? They have a vested yeah. interest at this point. Yeah. Because everybody wants to sell their blog. Exactly. Sure. 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 So I mean, it, the, what is it? The, the uh, chef. Sorry, John Favreau. Yeah. That's a great thing about it. Was mm-hmm. the food critics like, yeah, I sold my blog for ten million. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really. <laughs> so, and it just, it yeah. adds, and that's a high, sneaky good movie. Yeah, yeah, really good movie, for sure. The You were talking about something, though, but it, I do have a movie recommendation for it, that I watched, and I guess it's been out for a while. Um, it came out in 2018. It was uh, basically Doug Kinney, who co-founded Natural Impunes Magazine. Okay. Um, Drugstone Brilliant Dead. It's a no. It's a it's a futile and stupid gesture on Netflix. Oh yeah, I've well, seen that. Amazing too. movie. Wow. About yeah. those guys. About, about that the group, the react yeah. meant basically of yeah. like that that whole sh- scene. And, and then it shows you like like I don't think that like he gets enough credit for what he brought to the table. For he, sure, he culturized comedy. Like yeah. he created yep. an entire culture of how all comedies were going to be. For a, for a period of time, you know. And then also, he brought to the stage. Then he brought like the the, the radio stuff, well, right. the radio yeah. hour, and then basically helped create Saturday Night Live, right? In some aspects of it, and then yeah. uh, killed himself. And then, uh, and that's the only part at the end that was kind of weird. Is like, you know, did he kill himself or something happened? I'm like, his shoes replaced there perfectly. Yeah. So and uh, but he yeah, loved the cocaine good. though. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think it, I think drugs. he was somebody who, who he really struggled, and the, and that movie shows it a Most little bit. Most comedians do. But when you read the books and stuff about him and about his life, like that man, um, 
a lot like um, Kurt Cobain, and I think in ways where he he had these visions and these great things, and then he started to make these visions come true, and then he was on this hot streak where he was just he he wasn't just creating his vision; he was um, manipulating and creating cultural visions. And it got to the point where he reached this monument that he was climbing so much, and then he got there and was like, "This is it." Yeah. Like I had this idea of where I, this feeling I would have right now. I, I reached my goals. I thought I needed to get to this point because I was going to have these certain feelings I've been searching for, and I've reached it, and I'm not getting what I'm searching for. And then it becomes this this mental battle situation to where then boredom comes into place, and then you get then you turn into Hunter S. Thompson in effect and his thinking form. It's like, I mean, this I've done everything. Like mm. this is I'm over it. You know, but and, the guy, but he had a guide, uh, his co-founder from Harvard that came over mm-hmm. with him, saved when he, him. Basically. When he lost that guide, because yeah. we all have that. Like, no, no, hang on, hang on. Like, I know how far you can go. When he, I feel like when they really, when he left National yeah. Lampoons, and that's when I think he was surrounded by people that had their hand out. Yeah, he was buying the cocaine. Right, and then you know when he saw airplane come out, and he was just like, "That was should have been my movie." And I'm just, yeah. and that's the part you're like, "Oh boy, yeah." yeah. Like you help create the genre, right? And so it's a great movie. You haven't seen it because if you love comedy like we do, and you guys have seen it, I didn't even know that was out because I I hadn't watched Netflix forever. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, no, that's really good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, so are we wrapping up on time here? Yeah, I think so. But I mean, yeah, definitely. I think movies are in an interesting transition period between the the, the streaming giants, you know, putting out their own content, and you know, the the theater after post COVID. It's just a very interesting time. And you know, maybe shoot us an email at the Melon Party Pod at Gmail. Let us know what you guys think uh, about the future of movies and television and entertainment in general. And yeah, and, and going back to the beginning of the episode with the Alytic episode or the Alytic little segment, uh, go ahead and send us your small town. We want to hear about it. We want to. We want to put it. We want to use it. Topic requests, anything at all, send yeah. it our way. Again, thank you guys for the support and for listening. And uh, BJ, you uh, want to tell them where, what you got going on? Uh, every Thursday, seven thirty, Chicken and Shuckles in Annapolis, Indiana, at Wonderful Fresh and Clean comes out every Tuesday. Comedy podcast with Nate Robinson and uh, Morgan Lee. And then um, BJ underscore Robbins on Instagram. And then uh, I have some dates in Greenwood, Indy, and uh, Brown County. If you'd like to come see me perform in person. Do it. Awesome, man. What about you, Jared? What you got for him? You got anything for him? Did you did you update anything since the last time? No, I don't think so, man. I've just been playing <laughs> some Baldur's Gate, you know, <laughs> just uh, kicking it, and that's just kind of taking over my life. You yeah. know me. That's it. The old uh, uh, gamer tag. I don't think we've said it, but Jared's original gamer tag for Xbox was for Skillskin. <laughs> somebody reported him. For Skillskin is one of the one of the great names. They so made me change it, man. Yeah, I can't they, believe that. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's just Josh Barry on uh, Facebook, Instagram. Um, and then you can find the Melon Party on Instagram. I don't know if we're going to do Facebook. I think if we get some b- big enough followers, maybe we'll do like a, a fan page or something. On, I'm so tired of shit getting stolen on Facebook. It's mm. it's mind-blowing on how easy accounts, no matter the two parts, yeah. verification and shit. Like there's it took me like a year balls. to just get my account back. Get your but shit I just together. Get your shit together. But anyways... Um, but yeah, follow us on there and, uh, yeah, thanks again to, uh, Mike for sending in the, uh, the small town little thing. That was fun. And, uh, yeah, give us share, give us likes and, uh, do whatever you can. There's so many ways if you want to support that you can, uh, it doesn't even cost a dime to do it, but we, uh, we appreciate everything. 
And then, uh, yeah, I guess we'll uh, just... We'll catch you on the next Melon Party, guys. Have a great day. See you.